Welcome to the Instant Journeyman Podcast Monday Motivation Series. I'm your host, Jeremy Andrzejewski. And with the Monday Motivation Series, we're going to go ahead and start off by interviewing successful businessmen and women, entrepreneurs, athletes, award-winning chefs, healthcare professionals, and so on to learn what drives them to be successful and what keeps them motivated once they are successful. So if you're having a rough week, or just need a little bit of a, a kick in the ass, uh, that's what we're here to do. So uh, please enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Eat Right Foods, the official partner of the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres. So if you're looking to eat like a professional athlete, or you just want to improve your life by eating cleaner and freeing up time for those things that really matter in life, Eat Right Foods provides a huge assortment of high-quality foods with easy online ordering and kitchen-to-door delivery. Uh, if you're in the Buffalo area, you can do pickup. Or if you are anywhere in the U.S., you can go ahead and order online where all meals are just $10 each. Shipping to the East Coast is included, and all Midwest and West Coast orders have a flat rate for shipping. Uh, orders are due every Thursday by noon, and then you get them the following week. Uh, all orders will be shipped out uh, the following Monday, and... Boom, meals to your door. So check out eatrightfoods.com. And today's guest is Jen Esquire, PT, DPT. Jen is internationally renowned physical therapist who specializes in helping people overcome chronic pain and maximize physical performance. As the founder of two transformative programs, The Mobility Method and The Optimal Body, she brings a unique whole-body approach to strength, mobility, and pain-free living. In 2019, Jen was named one of the top 50 most influential healthcare professionals. Jen's easily accessible approach has garnered her more than a half a million followers on social media and more than 5 million views of her health and fitness videos. Jen has been featured in Shape Magazine, Self Magazine, Men's Fitness, Muscle and Fitness, and recently graced the cover of Oxygen Magazine. She was recently featured on Good Morning America and has made other appearances on CBS, The Rise Podcast with Rachel Hollis, and much more. She is co-host of one of the top new shows in health called The Optimal Body Podcast with her fiancé, who is also a doctor of physical therapy. When they're not busy, they're doing breath work and acro yoga together in sunny Los Angeles, California. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the one and only Jen Esquire. All right, welcome, Jen. Nice to have you on. Thanks for having me here. Excited to be a part of this little Monday motivation. I think that's so awesome what you're doing for people. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And just to give everybody just a, a quick recap on, on how we met, I think you you came to Miami and uh, and we we actually hung out with a, a bunch of mutual friends. And uh, I was like, man, you are, you know, you're crazy. You're, 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 you know, physical therapist, right? Yeah. And you go into all these crazy, not contortions, but you're, you're like, I don't even know what to call it, but you, you, you jump around, you have, you're very like flexible and you, you do these handstands that like you basically touch the back of your head with your feet. It's, it's crazy. I, I, I mean, I can't even describe it. Some of the pictures 
uh, on your Instagram are way better at, des- at, at describing what I was just saying, but it's, it's pretty cool uh, what you do. And I was like, you know what you have, again, I think you have, you're kind of like uh, a, a past guest I had on, which was Samantha, which you know her as well. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you kind of have dual careers here because you're in the fitness mobility industry and then you are also on uh, the physical therapy side. So I, I was just, just wondering how, how do you do that? Why, like, what did you, what got you involved in this? Yeah. Well, you know, Instagram for me is just a funny story of how it has continued to evolve. I started posting in grad school, um, got, you know, picked up in a awareness from the calisthenic community that would work out in Venice. They invited me to come work out with them and it was just such a cool community of people. So eventually uh, the person who had reached out, he had like 300,000 followers, progressive calisthenics. And he started posting me because he would kind of share anyone in the calisthenic community. And that's how I started to grow. And so I was like, well, I guess I just do handstands and cool things right now. <laughs> As, uh, <laughs> as it started to build. But then once I graduated PT school, I really wanted people to know that I, you know, I had more knowledge based on what I knew about the body, not just what I could do with my body. And it was scary to kind of put that information out because I was a new grad. I had lots of mentors that I was following and would follow me. And I, I didn't want to feel like I was putting out something stupid. So I just started small and, and started posting some basic things I thought everyone knew about. And it turns out a lot of people didn't know. <laughs> and the more that I did that, the more that it grew. And it's turned into this educational platform online that it is, that is, you know, touches on mobility and fitness and therapy and rehab and all these different aspects. And yet I don't have to necessarily be in person to help someone. I can get information across the world. So it's been really a pretty incredible journey and I'm super, you know, blessed to have had it blossom the way it has. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't believe like you have, you have like uh, a bunch of different things on social media where, you know, you know, click here and, and learn about mobility and things like that. I, I think that's awesome. Is, is that like a, like a program that you, you offer on, in mobility? Yeah. So I have, I have my own mobility program that is called the mobility method and takes people through a full body self-assessment. So they get to know their whole, their body as a whole. Cause I don't like people to get stuck in this idea of like, here's my pain point And I only need to focus here because the body's all connected and it works together. And I think it's so important to raise our awareness of the entirety of our system and not just keep focusing on body parts. And so that's why I created that program off of that. I've now created a couple other mobility programs um, through my friends at FitApp that that really just touches on a more general uh, basis. And then I've also created the Optimal Body Membership which goes into not only mobility, but functional hit workouts, core stability, muscle activations, recipes, mindset, everything that you wow. really could need. To, I know it's a lot, but it's like, here's my thing to really just bring in that awareness into your body. Cause that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to increase the awareness and, and help people understand what they've been neglecting so that they can have the tools to help themselves. That's awesome. No, that's, that's really cool. And I mean, obviously you, you didn't get to where you are by, you know, just, uh, you know, 
not doing the, the putting in the work, I should say. So it, it, is it safe to say that, you know, becoming a PT and then doing all the, you know, the other things that you do on social media and putting the, the mobility method together and all that, it was a lot of hard work, right? It wasn't just, you know, you, you met this guy in Venice uh, and, and he started posting about you. you. You put in the work and, you know, tell us a little bit about like uh, why, why you went down that path. I mean, I, I know you just described how you went down it and, and how it developed, but what, what made you want to do that other than just saying this, the, the typical, you know, what I went to PT school. I'm just going to focus on that. This was fun. Um, but, you know, I'm going to stick to what I just, learned and, and, and develop a program there and that's it. What, what made you decide to go, you know, in, in two different roads and, and, and still stay on both roads at the same time. Right. Cause you, uh, you practice PT, right? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it, it's funny cause I kind of did that a little bit <laughs> like, Oh no, I'm a PT. I'm going to focus here. But at the same time, when everything started growing, I was in grad school. And when I started having an audience automatically start coming to me because they were seeing, here's a woman in the calisthenic community, which back then was very rare. Now it's a lot more common to see some really incredible uh, female movers in the calisthenic space who were way better than I was. But (laughs) at the time, there wasn't very many women. So a lot of people started coming to me and I felt this responsibility to show up and to show what's possible. And so once people started coming to my platform, rather than just continuing to keep it friends and family focused, I decided to show my journey. All right, well, there's people now with eyes on me. So how am I going to show up for them? How am I going to inspire what I'm doing, even as I'm going to grad school, or even as I'm busy and working in school and all the other things, like here's what I can still do with my body. And here's how you can progress your body, even into your 20s and 30s. And so that's where it continued to grow. And then once I graduated, I did hit a spot where I was like, okay, Instagram was fun while I was going through school. But now, you know, I need to focus on being a PT. And it wasn't until I went up to Canada to hang with my friends from Myo Detox and my friend Vinny Rehab, who was growing quite rapidly on social media through rehab type stuff. He said, you know, just shift, shift your focus. If you don't want it to be just on your calisthenics and acro yoga and the things you could do with your body, then shift and, and educate like speak to the people who are in that space, but don't know about their anatomy. And he was like, just set up the same structure I do, half anatomy photo, half video. And I was like, I could try. I don't know who's going to care about that. And so I just tried. And when I did, that's when I got more feedback of people saying, oh my God, I didn't know that. I want to learn about that. Can you teach me about this? And it just continued to fuel my journey. And so still to today, the reason I continue is because I have so many people who reach out with positive feedback in terms of what they're learning or what they still want to learn because they've had help from previous things I've used or I've posted. So it's the feedback that it's that continues to drive why I do what I do and what why I always have. And and how I'm showing up for me, that gives permission for other people to show up for themselves. No, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Now, I mean, uh, most people would say, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it right here, most people would say that you have reached a certain level of success, whether it's success on social media with the amount of followers you have, whether it's the success on 
you know, becoming a, a PT um, or whether it's the success on creating, you know, the mobility method or the optimal bot. Um, I mean, heck, I was in, uh, I was in Publix one day and I was with my buddy and we were walking down the aisle. This is during quarantine. So we had our face masks on and I, I look because we walked past the magazine aisle and I go, holy crap. I was like, that's Jet. And my buddy's like, who? I was like, I know her. I was like, she's on the cover of Oxygen or something like that. Right? It was Oxygen magazine? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like holy crap. Like, so, so, you know, like most people will say, well, you reach a certain level of success. What motivates you to keep going, right? Because most people that, that reach success uh, will say, well, you know what? I've reached success. I'm going to go ahead and, and just stay here because I don't, I don't need anything else. I don't need to go ahead and, you know, do anything more because I'm successful where I'm at right now. I'm going to stay status quo and I'm just going to enjoy life. Uh, but I, I, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I see you and I feel like you're working harder than ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, what motivates you to keep going? Um, you know, it's, it's really, it's the same thing that always has seeing the need that people have, asking what people need and seeing how I can help and serve. And it's so funny because we can look at these external things that I've gotten and, and I didn't chase for those things. I don't chase for those things. I don't know if there's another level of success, another thing that I'm, I'm going for. I'm not doing it for the status of what it looks like. I'm truly hungry and continuing to do more and more and more and more because I know how much need there is for people to continue to come back into their bodies, not feel pain, be able to move, be able to have more vibrance in their life through their bodies. And I know it's possible. And so for me, the more that I can teach, the more that I can educate, the more that I can serve in that way, that's what really keeps me motivated. Like Oxygen Magazine came because I had a best friend who worked with them and was like, hey, you should work with Jen. I, and they're like, cool. Good Morning America came because a producer legitimately followed me and loved what my work is. You know, like I, I haven't chased for these things. They, I'm blessed to be able to say they came to me because I've stayed focused on the authenticity of what I'm bringing people, not on the status that I want to show up as. I love that. I love that because I mean that just goes to show you you're you're doing it for the right reasons and all this thing uh, all the, all the stuff on the outside gravitate towards you when you're doing it for the right reasons. So that that mm-hmm. that's really cool. I I love that. Um, now uh, to kind of switch it up here, uh, I like to go ahead and ask people when when do they wake up? Right? Is it a daily thing? They wake up, you know, like. Some people are, are very big on, you know, when you, you know, listen to motivational speakers, you got to wake up and seize the morning and this and that, you know, I wake up at four 30 every morning and I get my workout in right away. And this and that, what, what do you, what do you do? Like what, what's your, what's your typical morning? Like what, do you wake up and is it, is it seven days a week or is it just during the, you know, five or during the weekdays? What, what's your mornings look like? <laughs> yeah. You know, I've kind of pulled away from this strict discipline of what we're supposed to do because I think it puts more pressure and more stress on the system. And I am way more about the listening. What do you need? What works for you? More grace, more compassion, (laughs) Um, and more acceptance. Like you don't have to look like the next person. You get to look like what you need and what serves your body best. It's not what's right or wrong. It's what works. 
And if waking up at 11 doesn't work because you don't get as much work done, don't do it. Maybe you should switch it up, but not because someone said so, but because it's not working. So for me, it's what is working and what works best for me. For me, uh, it's I work a little bit better later in the day. <laughs> so like my posting time isn't even until 830 at night. That's just what it's been, it seems to do best. Um, so I'm engaged. I'm on my phone later at night. Um, I'm answering emails. I'm answering DMs. I'm getting back to things. I'm I'm working a little bit later than most people probably would. And maybe that will switch when I have kids and that's not working anymore. You know, so it's, it's what's working for me right now. And so I wake up usually around seven, between 730 and eight. Um, my fiance usually has coffee ready for me and <laughs> I nice. get out and I have my coffee. I sit in the sun a little bit. Um, and then I go right to work and, and that's what works for me. And my best days I will have to say is when I also start with water first thing in the morning, not just coffee. And when I get to have a few minutes of a breath practice with my fiance. When we do that breath practice together, it's super grounding. It and it really sets up my day for for an intentional, mindful place. Now, when you do when you do breath work, is it is it like uh, Wim Hof breathing, or is it you know some some of the other the breathing methods that are out there? Um, I, I just actually I was talking about it on on a previous podcast. Um, uh, you know, breathe. I, I there's a a book. Uh, mm -hmm. And he, I think it's by James Nestor, if I'm not mistaken. And he talks about all the different breath work that you can do. What, what's the, what's in particular, which one do you guys normally use? Just out of curiosity. So from, yeah. I love, I love, from, I love breath work. Oh, it's so good. I think everyone needs to start exploring it and there's no one method that works. It's whatever, again, works for you. For me personally, I like more of a down-regulated parasympathetic type breath work. So him and I do that together where we do longer exhales, shorter inhales. We'll maybe do some holds on the exhale. We do some humming on the exhale um, and we kind of sync the breath. And when we get more into nasal type breathing, slower type breathing, it really helps to kind of down-regulate the system he feels better with Wim Hof. So he'll do that on his own. <laughs> I don't join him all the time for that one, but he loves, that really helps his system feel like ready to go. Yeah. I, I, I'll say I, I, I've been following the Wim Hof method, you know, on and off for about like three years now. And it's, it's awesome. But I, I'm, I'm curious, I'm going to, I'm going to try some of the, 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 you know, slower. And like you said, more longer exhales, shorter inhale. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to have to try that. I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then, and then you get started with your day and you do your day. So that's, that's good to know. Like, like I, I always say, I, I've, I've interviewed quite a few people now. I think you're the ninth person I've interviewed for a motive, a Monday motivation and everybody has different answers. So I think you've hit it on the head. It's, it's whatever works best for you. But why I ask that question is because so many people, you know, they listen to just one person and say, you got to wake up early or you got, you know, get your rest. You need eight hours, you know, and they go ahead and do that. And like you said, maybe it's not working for their particular body. Maybe they need to, you know, see that, Hey, you know, you can sleep in until eight, nine, 10 o'clock if that works for you. Right. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I, and, and that's the whole reason I asked that is because I know that different people are going to have different answers and 
it's okay. Like most people are not going to have one regiment. Like there's not one particular uh, recipe for a you know successful life. So I, exactly. I like that uh, you 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 identified that with you know like your breathing, your your waking up, and everything. So that that was awesome. Um, yeah. And now what what do you what do you think? Your your life you you probably have you know stress that comes into your life once in a while um, or a lot. Uh, what do you what do you think or what do you use to relieve stress? Is it is it a good workout? Is it meditation? Is it breath work? Or is it eating? Or is it maybe a cocktail or a glass of wine? <laughs> yeah. So I think there's different forms of stress relieving practices that I love to incorporate. Breath work, of course, being one of them. And like you said, the longer exhale, the shorter inhale. It's just if we think about a basic breath cycle, when someone scares you, what do you do? You usually take a really sharp inhale. <laughs> and that's more of that sympathetic drivenly state. So if we just want to switch it and get into a more parasympathetic down-regulating state, we just extend the exhale. So that's why I like long exhales. Where am I breathing from? Am I relaxing my neck and shoulders? Can I move my rib cage? Can I get my belly to relax? Can I can I get my body to release tension? Like those are simple, simple, simple practices that I can go through and do throughout the day at any point in time. Um, other things that I do is just getting outside. I'm blessed and lucky enough to live on the marina and I have water that I can look at <laughs> from my ocean. I mean, from my window. And so I can look at the window. I can go outside. I can go for a walk. Um, and working out, crucial. I also love to work out with people. So whether it's with my fiance or I have a friend who lives in the building and we work out together almost on a daily basis, which is really great. And then play. Play is my last thing that I, I don't think adults do enough. <laughs> it's super crucial to the system to just relax and breathe and and feel less tension and ease and and really get enjoyment back into life. So even if that's paddleboarding or working out for some people can be, there could be some playful aspects to it. Um, for me, again, one of my friends, she just got a tumble mat <laughs> and we've been using that out in the grass of our, depart of our apartment complex and playing and doing gymnastics type things and, it's been so fun. And every time I play again, just like how, how I would do calisthenics and acro yoga, and every time I get back into play, it always, always feels so much better for my system. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think, I think that whole play aspect, and I think that's why, you know, so many people are into a lot of these different, you know, adventure races and, and, and different things like that. And, uh, American Ninja Warrior and, and, and things like that because it's fun and and mm -hmm. as adults you kind of lose that 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 playfulness and that that realization that playing is such a a, a good time you you, you kind of forget that when you grow up because you have responsibilities you have this you have that and I yes playing I I mean I don't even consider it that but I. I, I definitely like to play a lot more you know, than, uh, than, than the average adult, I would say. So that's, that's great. Um, yeah. Real, real quick. Where, where did you like, what's your, what's your background? You know, how did you get into the acro yoga and things like that? Did you, did you have a gymnastics background? Uh, did, or is this just something you picked up? And then when you started, you know, training with people 
I was it in in like the pier area. Um, mm-hmm. Did you is that is that when you picked it up and you just you know kind of excelled at it and, and followed it? Like, did you have a, a background in it, or was this a, a late addition to your repertoire? Uh, I actually did. So I did gymnastics for nine years. I retired at the age of 16. And I have been, you know, just continuing to explore and play. I would say it's funny because learning handstands on someone's hands for acro yoga was completely different than being a gymnast who controls her own body weight for everything. So I really had to unlearn uh, some patterns that were ingrained in me for handstands in order to be able to, you know, do them on other people's hands. So it was an interesting journey and it's been fun again to continue to explore what's possible that I think is been the coolest thing about acro yoga i there's so many instances where base will be like let's try this and i'm like no way you're crazy i can't do that and then lo and behold (laughs) we do it and i shock myself and i'm like i watch the videos back like is that me this is crazy so it's been cool to also continue to show myself what's possible and blow my own damn mind and break my own (laughs) bubbles of comfort and and push the boundaries of my body and i want to continue to show people that you know like i've i've seen x-rays of my spine and i have scoliosis and i have a straight cervical neck and i have all these reasons why i should have pain and not be moving as much but i don't i move and i don't let that hold me back and if I pain, it's my body's way of telling me I just need to listen and something something needs to be taken care of, but it's not bad and I continue to move. No, that's that's crazy. I, I mean I'm I'm amazed. Whenever whenever you pop up in my news feed, I'm like, Holy crap, how did she do that? <laughs> I, I know when I when I see you with those blocks or you know, like you said, you know, doing a handstand on somebody's hands, I'm like, Oh my God <laughs> Like this is crazy. But and and, and that's you know, the acro yoga that you got into that pretty recently, right? Not too, not too long ago. You weren't, you know, you didn't, you weren't doing that from the age of, you know, 12 or 15 or 16 or 18, right? You've been no. doing that recently. So, yeah. so that, that should be a good indicator that you don't have to be doing it your entire life to be good at it. Because I mean, like you said, there's, there's better people out there than you, but you rock it. So, and, and you've just been doing it for a short amount of time. So it shows people that you don't have to do it forever you know, in order to be good at, you just have to, you know, have a drive to do it. So that's, that's very cool. Totally. Um, so I, the, the last, the last thing I call it the million dollar question, um, not too far fetched, but if there was a billboard of you in times square and it could be you doing acro, it could be you in, you know, doing something in, in the PT world. It could be you, you know, swimming in the ocean. It could be you doing whatever you want. Um, what would you have it say on the billboard? It's, it's a picture of you and it could be you and your fiance doing breath work. It could be you just by yourself solo. It could be you doing whatever you want, but what does it say on it that everybody oh, in man. Times Square is going to see? <laughs> wow. That is quite the question. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, man, what would I want it to show? I would want it to show me and people I love around me laughing, enjoyment, love. Um, 
and somehow some kind of activity so that it's more like fitnessy. Um, and it's, oh man, <laughs> movement is the key to longevity. That's what I, cause movement forward in any way, whether it's a, a mental health growth aspect, whether it is a physical movement, whether whatever kind of movement it is, but a movement forward is truly the key to longevity and continuing to learn, continuing to explore and continuing to grow in our bodies and having that support from community and love and laughter and play and fun is the message that I would want everyone to be able to read. That's great. Movement is the key to longevity. I love it. I think that's awesome. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> and, uh, and, it's the only and, thing I could come up with right now. <laughs> that, that was perfect. I Because I, I purposely don't send out. And, and I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know the question. But I'm getting it. I'm getting a lot of you guys early enough where you probably haven't listened to the podcast. So I, I didn't share any questions with you. So these are all authentic. And that's what I love, especially about this question, because so many people are like, oh, my God, I, I have no clue. But it's it's kind of a cool, you know, just the thought process of like, all right, what what would be your you know, message to millions of people on a daily basis? So mm -hmm. I like that. Movement is key to longevity. That's perfect. So I, I, I just want to say thank you. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm always amazed at what you do uh, on Instagram and all that stuff. But, you know, it's, it's, it's always thank just you. fun to follow on how, how, how things are progressing for you. Congratulations on the engagement. I don't, I don't know how long ago it was, but you know, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know that you have a busy schedule, like I said, doing all these different things, but uh, keep it up, man. I, it's, it's, it's inspiring just to watch your, your Instagram feed and, and see how things are, are just going for you. I, I love, I, I do some of the exercises, not going to lie. I, there was a uh, one where you like were against the wall and you did something for your shoulders. I was like, that really helped me out. That was, that was very good. <laughs> I was getting, I was getting a little like sore in, in, in certain areas. I was like, I'm going to take a look at it and see, but, uh, I, I, I really enjoy it. So thank you very much for all that stuff. And uh, anybody that wants to follow you, it is at DocGenFit, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's on Instagram, at DocGenFit. And then you also have at Optimal, what is it? Optimal Body, is it? Yeah, I have and the Optimal Body and the Mobility Method. That The Mobility Method, yeah, there you go. So I, I, I really appreciate it. And if you ever want to come back on and talk about anything you want, uh, movement, things like that, I have a whatever Wednesday episode. Uh, every Wednesday I, I post, you know, with just different people and we talk about anything that they want. And, you know, some people we talk about, you know, recipes and, and, and cooking. Other people we talk about fitness. Uh, other, you know, one person we talk about politics. It, it just depends, whatever you want. So if you're ever interested in having a conversation and, sharing some insightful things on uh, mobility and things like that. I would love to have you on again. So, you know, keep me in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me on and allowing me to share the message. Always nice. No problem. No problem. All right. See you later. Bye. A shout out to our sponsors. Uh, new sponsor, GigiBank Payment Tracker. Uh, whether you are a dog walker, personal trainer, or anything, um, you can save time tracking your self-employment income, right? If you use spreadsheets, notebooks, or really nothing at all, then GigiBank's for you. You can download today, and your first three clients are free.
Uh, it's very easy to use. GigiBank tracks a single balance for each client. Enter gigs to track work done and increase the balance and payments to uh, bring the balance down. It's as simple as that. So uh, check out GigiBank in the app stores. All right, and SaberCon. For all your concrete restoration needs in South Florida, reach out to Jim or Scott at SaberCon. And last but certainly not least, uh, VitFit Keys uh, is one of the best uh, trainers with uh, Melissa. She will get your butt into shape. So thank you all, and have a great week.